It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast, Drew. Mo. Yo. Moo Cow Rich. Bring in the bull. What's up, gentlemen? What's going on? If you tuned in for Danny, he's not with us this week. He can just uh, try back next week. <laughs> <laughs> Danny's on a voyage. <laughs> he, he is. Getting some barbacoa. It's, with, mm-hmm. it's, with, it's without our peasants, the peasants here. <laughs> oh, well. These things happen. Yeah, they do. Um, it's like when uh, when your friend in your friend group gets a girlfriend and he disappears for like oh, yeah. a long time, mm-hmm. but you you know he's gonna come back. It's just a matter of when. Yeah, yeah. I kind of hope he doesn't. Not not to be mean, <laughs> but that means that means he made it. He made it, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you kind of want him to be too big for us. Yeah, I yeah. do. That's what I'm saying. That's fair. Then I can be like, man, I used to. What did that say about me? I used to know that guy. I want. I hope it happens to you too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I ain't going. I ain't going anywhere. (laughs) Danny gets. Danny gets. Danny's a lot more uh, on the circuits than I am. He does a lot more of the social stuff. Yeah, and I feel like there's there's sort of a circuit of things that people do when they launch mm-hmm. something, right? You try yeah, to get on all the different podcasts. You go through, yeah. you know, every every piece of visibility is just gigantic at that point. So you take no, every opportunity. He's doing the right thing, man. <clears throat> and that then at some good. point, people kind of chill out with that. I think mm-hmm. most people. So, all right. So right before this, Mo, you were getting really agitated looking at a picture yeah so Kyle, this new haircut of yours no i'm kidding uh so there, there, was, a, there was a post there was a post it's just for you that, dude that i saw right that i saw got it waxed for you that's good bro and um <laughs> and so <laughs> uh, the the person who is the owner of this humidor look we don't care what you smoke, but there are proper ways to take care of your cigars. If there's one thing that we've learned over this past year is you never know what's going to happen. Okay. Enjoy every day. Enjoy every moment. Uh, don't be a dumbass with your money because you never know what's going to happen. You want to make sure that you're able to survive uh, curveballs that are thrown your way. So we know that cigar smoking is not a, it's not really a cheap hobby. Even if you smoke $2 cigars uh, out of a bundle, typically if you're smoking those, you're smoking enough of those that you might as well have just bought five really premium cigars for the same price. So we know it's not cheap. Are we all in agreement? Uh, yeah, I mean there are there are more expensive hobbies and habits, but of course, it's, it's, yeah, it's no cocaine, but sure, right? Yeah, yeah. 
uh, when it comes to legal, legal oriented uh, hobbies um, of consumables, it, it is on the higher end. It's probably pretty close to like all the OnlyFans subscriptions that our listeners have. Right. Yeah. By the way, we should actually do after Only this fans? topic. No. Ooh, figure yeah, we out should. which one of our listeners most likely has an, an OnlyFans. Like, we can kind of buy stuff. Or, okay, we'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So, okay, here's what I wanted to get to. So, we've had questions about storage. We've talked about storage. So, I see a picture today. It's of of a single humidor, compartmentalized, yes, but under one roof, right? On the left side are some acids, okay? And then smack dab in the middle are some Padron anniversaries. Uh, What was that? The Tatawahe Escasios, right? I think so. And some Oliva B. Milanios just gently sitting on... um, uh, some to box. <laughs> and I, my thing is, man, like, why would you do that? What's, why? What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, you're going to have Melania and Sue's <laughs> Dolce's, okay? And uh, I don't know. It's just, well, okay, so here's the other question. If, they're, if the flavored stuff is in cellophane and obviously the three cigars I mentioned are not, maybe is that his thinking that it can't, it's not going to bleed through. Maybe. I I don't know. Put your nose up to it and you'll be, you'll be disabused of that notion pretty quickly. Absolutely. But look guys, here's the point. There's a reason that the, that a lot of cigar shops have their flavored stuff in a completely separate humidor. Or at least in a very different section of a walk-in, right? Something uh, yes. clearly separate. Yes. Yes. Don't do that. That funk is going to get all over your Padrones. Yeah, those cigars are too expensive to be doing that, too. Mm. Unless you did it on purpose. In which case, then I'm sorry and I'm stupid and I should have just not, you know. But I've never heard anybody say I want to to Bach-infused anniversary Padron. Yeah, I mean, if that's your buddy, though, you're like, hey, man, you know that flavor is going to seep through there and get on that Padron, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm cool with it. Okay, fine. Or he's like, oh, shit. But you tell him. If... I don't know. If he's your friend if, or if he whatever, had, not if like he some has random that... internet guy. No, 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 if he has that stuff... Wouldn't he, wouldn't he know or no? I think there's a lot of people that don't know. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Two, if you have acids in there, everything smells like that crap. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. Those, If you're smoking those, put them in a different humidor. I'm not going to... I am going to judge you, but... <laughs> put those in a different humidor at least. Then I won't judge you as bad. Uh, I don't know. Here's the thing, too, man, from, like, my perspective as well. A guy comes, like, you know, we just did some events. Guy comes in, girl comes in, whatever. 
they spend 50, 100, whatever dollars on your cigars, right? They go to their house or their, you know, whatever, wherever they live, and they open up their humidor and they just have a bunch of stuff in there, whatever. And they put your cigars in there. Now they go to pull it out and they're going to say, oh, I don't remember it being like this. Oh, wow, this cigar really is bad. Oh, I was so much better. Like, once that cigar, it's, it's important to find retailers that obviously properly store their cigars. That's crucial. But, man, once that cigar leaves the place of, of business and goes to someone's home, you have a whole different set of circumstances that you're going to need to go right for people to buy your cigar again. And I guess maybe that's why I looked at it like that, the way that I did. You're like it's just one more consumer fucking it up in a way that I might have to deal with someday. <clears throat> I mean, it, do you understand what I'm getting at, though? Mm-hmm. Does that mean so? Like, you always want to put yourself in the best chance to succeed. You want to be in a humidor where the the people working it are active and working it, and are going to recommend your cigar, or at least show it to people. You know, they're going to display it properly. They're going to. But, dude, there, again, then you have the, other, the next layer of complexity uh, of, of when people take it home and what do they do with it, you know? Does it sit in their car in 90-degree weather for three days? They're like, oh, shit, look what I found. I'm going to smoke this. How do your cigars smoke after three days in 90-degree weather? I have no idea. Yeah, you should test that. Actually, you three days in 90-degree weather. Right, yeah, that's the harder part. It's all year in Chicago. Yeah, that's right. I'll test it. <laughs> there you go. But, but think about this, guys. Think about this. You go eat somewhere. It's not a place you typically go. I was I was having this conversation with somebody the other day, and they were asking me like what what it's you know what it's like, you know like trying to sell cigars and then how the pandemic was and all of that, but. Think about this, man, too. You go to a restaurant you don't typically go to. You have a fantastic experience. It's awesome. You liked it. But for whatever reason, that was the one time you went there. Every time somebody asks you about it, you talk about how good it was. But for whatever reason, you haven't gone back there. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, we all have those. Yeah. So it's not just getting people to smoke the cigar. It's also getting people to come back to the cigar if they've enjoyed it. And as human beings, man, like we have our rotations and it's hard to break into those. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because either you've got an established rotation where mm-hmm. it's really legit hard to break into it. Like mm-hmm. it's like when your family goes to the same restaurant, the same five restaurants and nothing else, mm-hmm. which is kind of how I live my restaurant life be honest uh or you've got the guy who who tries all the new stuff right Right. which is not a consistent consumer at all yep Mm -hmm. um but there's there's not a lot of in between there's some but i feel like most people i know fit into one of those two buckets absolutely there you go there it is and that's so anyway, cow. And that's why Mo got super fucking pissed at a picture. No, I didn't get pissed. No, you didn't get pissed. Yeah. I just 
I don't know, man. I'm just a big we, look at since we've started Sultans of Smoke, since we were doing reviews, no podcast. Drew and I always talked about value, bang for the buck. You only have so much room in your humidor. You know, this is money. Like, it's not, you know, cigars sitting in a humidor. They didn't just, unless you're Danny getting free shit from everybody, they, they didn't just, like, magically appear there. You paid for them, right? Well, even if they didn't, there's opportunity costs, right? You could be mm-hmm. smoking something else. Yeah. So, yep. All right, but I, I got to hear about this OnlyFans thing you were thinking about. That's a hell of an idea. Well, well I, I, was, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it. My question is, we have some uh, confirmed degenerate type listeners. Um, so, which one Around of about ninety percent? Yeah, <laughs> um, including us when we listen to the podcast. Although I still don't think Drew listens to it. No. Um, right. <laughs> but if we were to pick one of our listeners most likely to start an OnlyFans, who would it be and why? Like where they're posting pictures? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm really not, still not 100% sure what that is. Like well, what you, it you're, entails, either, but... you're either posting sexy content of yourself <clears throat> and selling it. Okay. Or you are buying sexy content from other people. Mm. Right. So okay. which which side are you going for for the listeners? Mm. Or should we do one of each? I mean, we might. There may be two different answers here, actually. So we may want to do one of each: <laughs> the consumer and the manufacturer. Exactly. <laughs> Oof. All right. So let's start. Most likely to consume. Huh. We're going to offend somebody, and it's going to be great. Oh, it's going to be great. No, I already know who the performer is. I, I already got I that picked. Yeah? Yeah. That's our boy NC6739 or whatever from Jersey. You he's think definitely... so? Oh, absolutely. He's a sick fuck. He knows it. And he's going to love that comment. I think yeah, that's fair. I bet, I bet Fizzle would put one up in just nothing but socks. You know, him in socks. Oh, that'd be Fizzle, good. yeah. I guess you see Fizzle more as a consumer. We'll have to find out. Because <laughs> NC actually sent us some questions today, too. He did, yeah. So, but yeah, that's my pick for producer. But consumer, I'm, I'm, I'm still not sure yet. Hmm. I feel like most of them could be consumers. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. I wanted to know what it was. Drewfus, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> any thoughts? You guys talk to all these people more than I do. You know who the consumer definitely is? Like a hundred percent. Who? VQ. No. Hundred percent. No way. Hundred percent. Mostly because he's so damn nice that he would pay somebody being like, I want you to have a better life. No. Get off of here. I, I don't Okay. I I I know. I don't think so. 
He totally would. I bet he's paid for OnlyFans content. My guess would be between the Tylers. My initial thought was Moto Guzzi. <laughs> he's buying or selling? Yeah, he's both. No, I'm just stop posting Patina. Yeah, no, dude, that's like, I think, the number one Patina smoker in the universe. Um, no, but, but my, I, I think it's between the Tylers. I don't know which one consumes more. <laughs> my 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 bet would be on smoke ring Tyler, but uh, that's the direction I think I'm going to go on that. Do you think one manufactures and the other consumes each other's uh, stuff? Ooh, no, absolutely not. A little <laughs> Tyler on Tyler purchasing. No. no. Hmm. <laughs> we'll make a new service. Only our fans, right? Mm-hmm. It's all about the Sultan's fans. <clears throat> all right. Well, that was weird. Um, <laughs> doesn't mean no, I didn't enjoy it, but it was weird. <laughs> um, I figure, you know what, man? We got we to gotta get the listeners and we got to talk shit, too. They talk a lot of shit to us. You started the whole fucking everyone wants to post a selfie with their mouth wrapped around the cigar. Now. Thanks, Kyle. You getting a couple of those? No, but VQ keeps threatening. <laughs> That's awesome. He's going to get you. You at least expect it. Mouth closed selfie. <laughs> All right. So NC6789, who's apparently a sick fuck, according to Mo. Uh, <laughs> He's the one that asked us. I forgot some weird questions when I think we did the thing with Booth or after our thing with Booth. Every question related to Booth is weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the way it NC works. NC679, yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Uh, he wants to know, when's the Patina Baracoa collab happening? Uh, well, Danny and I could have possibly talked about that on here if he was here, but since he's not. <laughs> There's your answer. I, I, yeah, I don't have an answer, so I don't know if Danny did, but I think eventually it would be really cool to do it. But, yeah, I don't know. Do All it. Right. <laughs> if you want it to happen, guys, what you have to do is you have to take a closed mouth selfie with yeah. a patina and a voyage in your Ooh, mouth, smoking the at the same time. time. Please Damn don't do right. that. Would that taste good? Probably not. I doubt it. <clears throat> no, probably not. I haven't I smoked in your voyage though. You gotta gotta burn to learn. <laughs> That's right. Oof. Yeah, you gotta ignite to take flight from that. Mm-hmm. I'll try All it right. this I'll try it this weekend. Will you? Yes. Are we gonna get the closed mouth selfie too? I don't know about that. Even just Mo. We don't all need it. <laughs> mm, probably not. All right. All right. Uh, his next question: uh, How does smoking right off the truck impact cigar performance? Depends. <laughs> On what? <laughs> <laughs> um, like, like, 
right off the truck. Um, I think a lot of times, given prime conditions and less travel time, they're fine. But sometimes they it's hot outside. They got delayed over a weekend. Maybe they've traveled longer than that. And then that's when you've got some some issues. But you just let them set. I um I almost always smoke something um like as soon as I got it in. Maybe not the same day, but maybe the next day. Just to see just to see how it is. And then I'll smoke it like a week later or two weeks later. Totally different cigar, right? Uh not all the time though. Yeah. Like I said, some of those times it's like, okay, I could definitely tell this one needs a week or two sitting in the humidor. Or sometimes I'm like, ooh, this was good. And then I smoke it again, like I said, a week or two later. And it's like, okay, just as good. Maybe slightly better, but just as good. It didn't it didn't get screwed up and, you know, it traveled quick. It was humidified and, you know, cooler traveling temps. And I think a lot of hot days. Most, most, most people, any, anymore when I'm getting cigars, it's all, it's got a bova to pack in with it. It's just going to be the, the heat, I think. Yeah, I think that's that's more or less right, right? It depends a little bit sometimes. And the ones that throw me off most, like if it's a little bit dry, that doesn't surprise me too much. You know, it, typically a dry cigar is going to burn a little bit fast, but it's going to burn pretty good, right? Yeah. The ones that throw me off are places where the humidity was actually like really high for some reason, and then they ship it, and it's still bizarrely high when it gets to you, and it doesn't burn right. Mm. Or if a shop gets a cigar in and they throw it into their humidor and it's been there for like a couple of days in like their, we're really going to humidify this section. I don't know if you've had shops like that, but there are places in the humidor that are more or less humid. So sometimes they'll toss it into the humid area and good luck smoking out of that section. Like just fucked. So I've had some brand new cigars where I was like, this has been traveling and it is completely unsmokable what the hell uh, I, but then you wait two weeks and it's fine i like to pretend to and maybe well i mean i am a little crazy but um i like to pretend too that these are like like people traveling so if they had a good flight a good a good uh travel they might smoke really well if they had like a, a bad trip <laughs> they got they they had a layover somewhere. You you can tell that in the smoke, <laughs> little man. Jet lag going. Yes, absolutely. It's pretty accurate. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Mo? It depends, man. It really does. Time of the year. How long they've been in travel? Yeah, jet lag cigars. Yeah, boveda, no boveda. <laughs> well, the other thing I guess I'll add is is how long they've been in travel isn't just how long they went from the shop to you, especially mm-hmm. for a new cigar, right? Mm-hmm. So, so Mo, let's say you put out a new cigar, it travels from Nicaragua 
to the United States to a, you know some distribution place, which then gets dis- distributed mm-hmm. to a shop, which then might send it to a person. So let's say I ordered right. from the shop and they get it in and they send it to me immediately. That cigar has been in transit for like, what, weeks maybe? Maybe two weeks? Yeah. Add it all up? Uh, yeah, I mean, depending. Yeah, a week and a half, two weeks. Mm-hmm. That's not a small amount of time, even if it took two days to get from the shop to me. Yeah, typically, if you're going to get a shipment from, from Nicaragua, you're at least going to want to let it sit. The best is when it comes in like on a Friday. And you have the whole weekend and just kind of let it acclimate. Mm-hmm. That was usually the best. But, yeah, I think you definitely want to let it sit for a few days after it comes from Nicaragua before you send it out. But, I mean, really, I, <clears throat> I don't know how many retailers wait on stuff like that. I know, like, Costa, when he was on the podcast he told us how they always wait a little bit before they actually put it on the shelf i think that's rare probably yeah i know we didn't used to do that when i was in retail that came in it was good to go and i remember we had this big discussion when when dave was still on the podcast about uh, was it might have been an episode with Cigar LCCJ too actually but we were talking about how once a cigar hits the shop that means it's ready to be smoked and if somebody puts it on the shelf then that means it should smoke fine do you remember that Drew? yes what was our st- I don't remember was that was that with Dave or Cigar LCCJ or both I or? do not remember but I remember the conversation. I don't remember our stance, but uh, I would still say if it's on the shelf at a shop, it should be ready to go. Now, I hate to say that some of the shops aren't taking care of that. I mean, look, if it comes in and I'm not, uh, they should know, uh, look, if they're buying patinas, they should the very first time whip one out of the box and it's fired up. See how it is, and go. Okay, these need these need a day, and we're good. Or these smoked right, perfect out of the box. Or these need a week, or whatever. They should know how your shipments are, and do that. And they should know how uh, Voyage is. They should know how Romacraft is. They should know a good shop owner should know that stuff. And I mean, if it's good straight out of the mail, psh, good. If it needs a day or mm-hmm. two, they should hold them back. Mm-hmm. But that's managing a shop, and a lot of people yeah. don't do that. That takes work. Yeah, and I mean, it's also tempting. I mean, if you, especially if you just get a cigar in that you know is going to fly, literally like you're going to put it on the shelf and it's going to be gone, there's a ton of incentive to not be patient, right? Yeah, but you're doing I'm a gonna... disservice to that and the industry and everything. Yeah, it doesn't seem to stop people very often. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Depends how much your consumers would notice, too, right? Yeah. If it if it's burns messed up, people will notice. If it just mm-hmm. tastes a little funky, 
Yeah, probably okay. Right. Reality, not saying I condone it. So, yeah, I don't know. But no, I, I agree with you, Drew, that that should mean that that yep. it, it is in a condition that you would buy it. Mm-hmm. But I think in if it just came in, that, that shit just goes on shelves most places. Yeah. Yeah, because you also have somebody who that's their job, right? Like, that's what they're getting paid to do. So a shipment comes in, you know, they're going to work through it. So. Yeah, well, I mean, that's how you make money as a business is you turn the product around. But if you sell a product that's not ready, you're going to feel that sometime, somehow. Or your customers just say, okay, that just went up. I'll wait three days while it's at the shop. Don't know. Yeah, I don't know. All right. Uh, another question from NC6789. How do we get... Sultan stickers. How do you get them? I think I still have some somewhere. I just don't know where. Yeah, I have some of the OGs. Uh, Are there not OGs? Are there, is there a second round? No, I there, think so. There, there could be. There just isn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I looked at getting some done not too long ago. By a local company, I probably—I don't know. Slip into my DMs and uh, we'll chat. Yeah, I could look and see if I still have some. I, I know I do. I have, have some somewhere. sitting around here somewhere. I got you. The OGs are not. Um, I don't know. They're not. Uh, I don't know how you'd word it. They're not great stickers. <laughs> <laughs> they're not like expensive or anything no 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 the stickers are fine they're just um, oh. they're not ideal for actually sticking on thing. like they're big bulky way too much information so I don't Mo do, do you do you know the story of the stickers do you remember I think we were just trying to do what we thought you'd do when you release a cigar um do you remember when we were going to do bundles? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, the original stickers that we have were made to go on bundles uh, before we decided to do boxes. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's a big sticker then. Yes. So it's not like you think of like a sticker from any other company sticker. It's like a four by six picture. Or Pretty right? much. And that size. Yeah. Yeah. What do they have on them? Um, logo, some information. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. What kind of, is it info about the cigars? Like yeah, what, yeah, what yeah. It? No, uh, it's like the website and shit. Uh, yeah, but it was for the Max Press. Yes. Yep. That's right. Originally, so you're going to do the Max Press as a bundle? It was just the one cigar. We decided to go with two cigars and boxes later on after we had already done some stickers. Yeah. Hmm. The more you know. <laughs> the more questions so you, just, you have. Did you get well, like that's hundreds a, that's of stickers? Uh, mm-hmm. I think so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually. 
Huh. Yep. It's crazy, man. All like this stuff is becoming. I look. I never would have imagined that the Sultan cigars would have gotten that second wind that they did. Or I should say, if it was going to happen, I thought it would have been maybe two years ago when when Black Label was really, really like front yeah. and center on a lot of shit. Yeah. But yeah, I think you hit the time right now where where people recognize that some of their older stuff aged pretty nicely. I've got people so. that bought them this last go around that are like, "Where can I get more of these?" <laughs> <laughs> like you literally What's cannot. That? You cannot. I have people that have bought them this last go around. Buddies of mine that are now smoking uh-huh. cigars that are like, they bought like uh, I don't know a box of each or something. And they've like smoked through them all, and they're like, I want more of these. And like, well, too fucking bad. <laughs> they're they are actually gone. We weren't screwing around. This isn't a, a lost and found back of my house warehouse. <laughs> They're no. gone. No. I mean, this was... I have a handful around here, but that's it. Yeah. I mean, this was... People got to remember, man, this was James Brown uh, when he was really trying to establish himself. Okay? Yep. I mean, this was after he had a really rough few years debut. And this was at the new factory... He had he wanted to make a statement um, with all of the stuff he was doing at that time, and we just happened to be in the right place at the right time because those cigars ended up being really good. Absolutely. Yeah. No, we just need to make another one. Right. I I would never say never. <clears throat> we were the first uh, cigar to come out of that factory that wasn't his. There was one other one being made at the exact yes. same time. Yes. And I can't remember the name of it. <laughs> They're saying the same thing. About us? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I don't think they're still around, so. Yeah. Boom. Techni- Suck it, techni- those guys. Technically, neither are we. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. The Sultan's curse worked on ourselves. Dude, the best, the best is when like you're at an event and and somebody will be like, "Oh wow, man, these cigars are actually really good." Like, what did you think they were gonna? <laughs> you guys just put like shit in a wrapper and like like uh, like it always makes me laugh when people are like shocked that the cigars are good. <laughs> I just rolled it out back. Yeah, just, you know, decided and and look, a lot of that comes to from everybody believing that starting a cigar a cigar brand is easy, right? A lot of people Start, think that. Starting one is really easy. That's not sure. inaccurate. Yeah. Making right. it work is really hard. Right. So. I mean, you could start a cigar brand for what, a couple thousand dollars if you never wanted it to succeed. Yeah, it's true. Hey. Which is what we did with Sultan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you sold out eventually uh, <laughs> yeah. don't, 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 five don't years later <laughs> um, after 400 things finally aligning the right way yeah <laughs> you don't say that part in the marketing 
Look, I think oh, it would be cool to do another one. Um, I don't know if James Brown would be open to doing another one with us. I have no idea. Yeah, we know some people though. Um, if we want, look, if we wanted to keep it that way, right? Obviously, oh, sure. we could do them at Noxa. Right. I mean, that wouldn't be uh, get that started tomorrow if we wanted to. But yeah, I mean, if like if if the people that listen say, hey, do another one, try to do another one with James Brown. I mean, I wouldn't say no if he was open to doing something like that. Yeah, you know? I, I think uh, I think we will at some point. Yeah, with James or just with somebody? Uh just in in general. I don't know who, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, at some point we will. <clears throat> there you go. If you have ideas for who you would like to see us working with. Uh, you know, let those people know, not us, because because in the end, that's what we'll need. Yeah, I mean, it's. I mean, look, the the reality is, it comes down to a few choices, right? <laughs> so, you know, it's it, it's which one of those that you want to do it with. Yep. Unfortunately, we can't call it the Cal Magnet unless unless Nika Swainio was the place we did it, which I don't. Yeah, it's not going to happen. I don't think Skip will do it. No. Uh, we, I talked to Skip way back when we were oh, getting yeah? ready. Yes, I have. I remember. Yeah. yeah. He wanted what did a, he say? He wanted a small fortune to do it, but. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't say no. He didn't say no. Just, yeah, I mean, he's he's smart enough to not say no. If you want to pay a stupid amount, he'll take a stupid amount. Well, I mean, you just you just had to do, I don't know how many minimum, but. Yeah, a shit ton. It was just too much for us <laughs> at that time. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's fair. But in, to his defense, actually, to tell you the truth, Kyle, he's not like that. They get approached a lot to do stuff that they just say no to because they no, you're look right. at they, You know, they know they know their 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 limits in terms of what they could produce, or at least produce at a high level, right? Yeah, no, that's and fair. I mean, you know whether you like Roma cigars, don't like Roma cigars, whatever. Their their construction and quality is is pretty damn good. So yep, yep. And if they lost that, they'd be screwed. So they they know what to keep. Yeah, they're smart guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll come up with some kind of cool name though, or we won't. It'll be the Sultans of Smoke Two. Like also T O O. Well, that sure <laughs> instead yeah. of me. Instead of Max Press, called the CrossFit. <laughs> the Peloton. The Peloton. We'll put VQ's face on the fucking band. Only fans. Yeah. Oh, oh, there you go. Hey, uh, see what we do is we, we we make a ton of different bands on it and call it Only Bands. It goes all the way down. Only Bands. Cow. That's why you get paid the big bucks. Uh, yeah. At your regular job, not by us. Yeah, not this. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gets paid for this. How many? Um, how many? Do you guys have friends or family members that ask about listening to this? No. Yes. Never. Cow, you yeah. do good. Yeah. What is your response? Don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I've had some people recently because they all know. Um, primarily family, uh, extended yep. family. And they're like, ah, we should listen and learn about cigars and stuff. And I'm like, well, you, 
I can direct you somewhere better because <laughs> we rarely talk about cigars. <laughs> right. um, Mo, never really. You don't have anybody no. that. Do you have anybody that listens? Like friends or family, close friends, um, family that you had before the cigar no. industry. Mm-mm. No. No. I used to have a couple buddies that would listen, but not really. I think most people find us boring. Well, we cater to a very particular interest group. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's cool. Oh, I'm good with it. It's yeah. just funny. Anytime it comes up and they're like, oh, you do a podcast? Yes. <laughs> but it's not for you. <laughs> right. Oh, and but the I'm crazy thing getting is- into cigars. I want to learn about cigars. Well... <laughs> We don't we don't normally talk about cigars. <laughs> Let me tell you about cigar coop. You know, yeah. There's some people yeah, over TLE. at TLE or Hot Ticket. Hot yeah. Ticket yeah. If you'd um, actually like to learn about cigars. But look, it, and especially when you tell people like how long you've been doing it, to oh, see yeah. like almost no growth, no monetization. <laughs> No sort of like actual progression in the podcast. And you're like, wait, so you've been doing this for how long? <laughs> and pretty much accomplished nothing. It's fun. And we did take a what, year and a half hiatus there. That, that's true. Maybe two, at least a year yeah. and a half, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something. It's fun. That's but, all it is. We're not in it. And for... it also, it hasn't overtaken our lives we're not yes. in it. we're not in it for the fame and the money definitely not <laughs> it would not be anything like it is today if we were yeah. <laughs> for better right. or worse that leads me into a wonderful topic that i wrote down <laughs> Uh-oh. what's the weirdest place you've ever pooped Ooh. back of a van like inside the van? <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes you got to go. What's that story? <laughs> uh, working at Drake TV in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, why didn't you do it outside of the van? Well, I was at somebody's house. Okay. So uh, just threw out like a Walmart bag over in a bucket and went to town. All right. Had to go. Yeah, I like had to go. What did your wife wear? Yeah, how do you clean oh, I, that? I had paper uh, napkins and stuff from mm. come and go or <laughs> quick trip. Used yeah. napkins from lunch. Yeah. And, no, not from and, not used. So <laughs> like some sweet and sour sauce on your butt. <laughs> so like, what? How, how did you? Like, how did you wash your hands? Oh, that's what you're worried about after that. <laughs> well, I mean. It was I, I don't I don't remember the exact everything, but uh it was I was probably a hundred and fifteen out. And oh I wanna say that was probably the least of my concerns because I was already sweating my ass off in someone's attic. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, what did you what did you do with it? Because that's gonna stink to high heaven. Oh, tie that dude up and I threw it out degrees. at the gas station as soon as I left. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if it was diarrhea? Ooh, that would have been rough. That would have been another layer of complexity. 
Other than that, I think it's been pretty normal. I mean, like camping or something. Squat, squat in the bushes, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, the the camping stuff seems you know that's pretty normal. That's about all I got really is is that kind of a thing. But I just figured it'd be a fun question to dive into. That's all you had after asking this. Yeah, it's well. So I mean, <laughs> what brought this about? I don't have great ones. I was just it just seemed like a funny question. Um, but no, I mean I, I've been camping a lot of times. Uh, I guess the weirdest one was we were hiking in the Grand Canyon and there's not exactly a lot of, uh, a lot of toilets along the way. Uh, so I popped a squat in the Grand Canyon. That was nice. Cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Right in the Grand Canyon. <laughs> you gotta fill it were up. Were you elevated or were you like near the bottom? I've uh, never been to the Grand Canyon. So probably about there. halfway up on the trail. Ooh, mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Did you do it on the trail or did you? No, no, off? you got to walk off the trail. Okay. You can't be an asshole. Why? Well, I, I was going to say, that'd be awesome. <laughs> you imagine? <Assert> dominance. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the Grand Canyon, like the state park has to start putting a sign, watch for falling shit. Like when you're walking downtown, watch for falling ice. The, the next time you feces. go, they're like, please don't crap on a trail. <laughs> yeah. You I need to use the restroom. that all the time, though. Oh, there yeah. has to be piss and shit all over that thing. Oh, yeah. How about you, Mo? I, well, nothing comes to mind. Um, Mo's always been in, like, in an office or something. I mean, for the most, well, for the most part, that's true. Not at the grain company, but yeah, before that. But you had but, access I'm to... not really a camping person, yeah. so... No road trip uh, driving back and forth? Shitting, no. Yeah. But, man, there's definitely been a few times where you almost don't make it when you got to piss. Oh, yeah. That's the worst. What? It's that amazing because it's the worst, but there's no better feeling than when you actually oh, get there, right? Yeah. That's, like, probably yeah. the one of the top five feelings in the world. Yeah. Although I would say a, a brewing... Shit is a pretty good feeling, too. (laughs) (laughs) Brewing? I don't know about brewing. Oh, yeah, dude. You can feel it percolating, you know, from brewing to pooing, baby. Brewing to pooing. (laughs) God, I need help. (laughs) COVID's destroyed my social skills. Again, no um, no cigar topics. (laughs) So TPE, I, I'm not going. After my uh, scare from my trip to Arizona, I decided to sit it out because, I first of all, I wasn't sure. I mean, I, I tested negative for COVID, but uh, I'm still not 100%. My allergies are still, you know, whatever. So I'm going to take it easy. There you go. But I'm curious to see how that show is going to be. When is it? Uh, it's a, uh, May 10th through 12th, I think. So like next week? Next week. Y- yeah. Where's yeah. it at? I'll go for you. Vegas. Yeah, feel free, man. Get you a badge. <laughs> go in there and do it. <laughs> if I had more than a week's heads up, I actually would. 
Um, Just tell everyone, hey, I, I'm I'm Drew. I'm with Patina. Uh, I always shit in toilets. Like that's the Patina way. Yeah, is the Patina way. <clears throat> I'll just promise a bunch of reach arounds from Mo the next time he's around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he'll deliver. <sighs> Always do. So no TPE. <sighs> Have you decided on PCA yet, or is that? Oh yeah, I mean I'm 100 percent planning on going to that. I think that makes more sense for multiple reasons, but yeah. Unless, like, if I take a trip in between now and then and I have the same experience I had in Arizona where whatever, but other than that, it should be fine. But, yeah, I'm, I'm planning on going to PCA. Allergies nice. are crazy right now. Everybody's the storms brewing around and mm-hmm. picking yep. shit up. No. Yep. Allergies are like snow. They they just fuck up even the most simplest of tasks. I don't know how to explain it. It's just like like even if it's snowing a lot, even going to the grocery store is a complicated thing. It's more of a pain in the ass than it would have been otherwise. Right, right? exactly. What's the snow you speak of? <laughs> yeah, with snow. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Well, right. you know, you, you are starting to see more more events happening. You're starting to see uh, more people on the road consistently. You know, I mean, these are all good signs, man. You know? yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. So I think we could have gotten there a lot quicker. But uh, considering where some of the rest of the world is going, which is the other direction... I think we're doing okay so far. So, just gotta keep at it. There you go. There you go. We're at like an all time got... low numbers here in Oklahoma. And mm-hmm. Our mask mandate actually was lifted, uh, what, Friday? Saturday? Oh, nice. It's good. There's I think a, they're saying there's there's over a hundred million people vaccinated now. Probably about okay. the same amount as the rest of the world combined. That's crazy. Yeah. It's a privilege to live in this country. No matter what no matter what people want to say, man. It really is. And for our Canadian listeners, we're sorry. But not as sorry as you are. (laughs) We do do have a few of those. We do. Um, All right, I have a Judge Drew. Great. I don't know if you heard about this. I probably didn't. Uh, I don't watch the news. (laughs) It wasn't in the news. (laughs) (laughs) Last week uh, in Nebraska... There were hundreds of people named Josh who all got together. Oh, I did see that. They had a fight for the right to be named Josh. So they all went went on a field and battled with pool noodles to see who the one true Josh would be. It was some little kid, too. 
Yeah, it's like a four-year-old kid they had him win. So what do you think of the event, and what do you think of the people who participated in this event? I think that's pretty fucking awesome. Which part of it? The whole thing. That's more about bringing people together, having a good time. It's good shit. It's good for everybody. There you go. I wasn't sure where he'd go with that one. I was like, he's either going to think this is like pretty damn cool, or he's going to think this is the dumbest shit that ever happened. No, it's cool. Why would he think it's the dumbest shit that ever happened? Because I'm Drew. It's a bunch of it's a bunch <laughs> of dumbasses in a field with pool noodles. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. What are pool noodles? Those little it's floaty like... noodles. Yeah. The what? The long cylind- cylindrical. Well, it's it's like styrofoam or something. Oh. They float. You hit people with them most of the time. Oh yeah. They're hollow on the inside. Yeah, kind of like me. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you float? Then yes. No. Um, do, you, do you need to talk, Mo? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> what's what's one thing that you guys, if you could bring it back, that you used to love doing as a kid? Like, what, what would it be that you just either don't see much of anymore? And it doesn't even have to be that. But just anything you go back and do. Hmm. Uh, not having responsibilities. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the correct answer. <laughs> I want to bring that back. What about, okay, well, other than that, like activities. <laughs> Okay, an activity. <laughs> Hanging out with your friends, not having yeah. responsibilities. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you should have uh, should have gave us a heads up on this one. Yeah, there's not really a lot, man. Yeah, I used to like. Top. I mean, that was, yeah. I, I don't know. I used to like the the kind of thing where you just. Show up with some friends and hit a ball around at the, the yes. baseball diamond, that kind of shit, right? Yep. But, and I wouldn't do that now for a variety of reasons. So I don't really miss it. And I, I see kids doing it, so it's not gone. But that was fun. Yeah, that's my favorite, too. Or I a basketball court, too. you just show up and you play. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, definitely. And you can still do that in a lot of places. That's not to say that you can't. It's just our bodies are different, and I can't do what I did, <laughs> you know, at that age. So, but yeah. Fucking old as shit. I'm broke uh-huh. as shit. <laughs> I don't know if I still have that clip on here. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> you know what was really cool? when you were like little mm-hmm. is how, how awesome it was to have what is now, what I would now think of as pretty small amounts of money. And you're like, I can rule the world with this. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're just like, Oh, great. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's not even the electric bill. <laughs> yeah. These guys, uh, uh, we want to get into that topic. Anyway. 
what was the topic? Just inflation, all of it. I don't care what anybody says that obviously there's inflation in just about everything right now. So, uh, it's nuts, man. That is true. Something. Yeah, man. A few, a few years ago I bought tires for our van and they were, you know, a lot cheaper than, than now. So I bought them recently and they cost a lot more, you know, mm-hmm. do you know what the difference was? What? Inflation. Ah, uh, good job. That was good <clears throat> It wasn't, but you're welcome anyway. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, what else we got, boys? That's what I had. Yeah, I was thinking that's probably it. We've wasted Smoke enough like of uh, people's time. What's that? We've wasted enough of people's time. Mm-hmm. I smoke wonder like, smoke like a sultan if, from uh, smoke yeah. maniac you bet you better believe discount it. code yeah. still going on get it done uh, what else actually maybe maybe we talked to Costa about doing uh, a sultans of smoke thing exclusive for smoke I thought he likes yeah. to make money Oh, yeah. That's probably true. Yeah, ain't going to help him much. <laughs> How would you like some <laughs> cigars that'll sell really well in five years? <laughs> it's an investment. Actually, funny enough, I think we still have all the bands that we didn't use from the first run, so it would probably be the same fucking shitty bands that we had on the first one. Uh, we do. We have all the messed up bands. Yeah. Wait, you got well, what messed up bands? They were incorrectly cut. How so? Um, there was supposed to be no white outline around the bands, and there is. <laughs> so we got <laughs> we got new bands. That were correctly cut. So you have stickers and bands ready to go. You just you just need some cigars and some like cellophane or some shit. You're done. Yeah. Go classy and get some butcher paper. Butcher yeah. Paper. We'll get sued, but yeah. <clears throat> Everybody uses that shit. Yeah. Yep. We could use some butcher paper. Uh, Max Press (laughs) 2. Can't call it a legacy anymore. You didn't do anything. (laughs) Just release the Sultan's Curse. That would be a great spot. Now that's good. Now you're talking. Listen, we aren't looking. I just... I'm going to throw this out there. The curse may be over with the, with the re the relaunch of the voyage. Okay. The look at indisputable success of TLE. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think we're on a hot streak. We had, who else we had on? We had Costa. Costa. We doing fine. Yeah. We had Matt Booth who seems to be doing better than in a long time. Yep. 
Who else have we had on recently? We had Oliver. Not, I mean, I guess it was a little about a year ago now, but yeah, Pete Johnson doing, about same same time. Dude, all, all he's done, good. all he's done is come out with new shit since then. Yeah, we gave him some great ideas, I'm sure. Without about it, I just can't wait till <laughs> one day he realizes I actually have a cigar brand. <laughs> one day. Yeah, it was awesome. But yeah, by the way, I smoked a couple couple cigars. I don't know if that I smoked recently. Uh, I smoked that Kappa Special or whatever that limited. I the four kegs. Guys... Oh no no the Tatuaje. Yeah the. Uh, Sorry yeah. I don't know the exact name of it, um, but the one he just came out with. That I sent you guys yeah, a picture sure. of. Yeah. It's like the six by, I don't know forty or something like that forty two. Uh, very good cigar, and I and I think I mentioned that I smoked the Pledge last week, which was also a very good cigar. So, number one worthy. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what makes something number one worthy, but I I I really enjoyed that cigar. That was really good. Yeah, it was good, man. I feel like for most of those lists. Uh, Anything where you're like, yeah, I could see how they could come up with that is really good enough. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. a lot of the time you don't even get that in a lot mm -hmm. of lists. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's, uh, it's not a knock you on your ass Maduro. It's got a lot of flavor and, and uh, yeah, it was just good. It's good. Cigar. Dude, look, we've been talking about E.P. Carrillo since we started this whole thing. I mean, Drew and I have always been fans of of VP Carrillo. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, that's definitely somebody that you just, we, you know, again, we've talked about just probably, I mean, even though he's won a lot, especially like with publications and stuff like that, but from a consumer <laughs> standpoint, I, I, you know, it's still a brand that probably is underappreciated. So. Yeah, I don't see a lot of people, at least in our cigar neck of the woods, right, being like, oh, man, I got this new EPC. Mm -hmm. You got to check this out. Yeah. And I think I think what hurt him was he had really old school branding and didn't react fast enough. Uh, when when people really started like being much more flashy with packaging and stuff like that, um, now you could say, well, there's other brands that didn't do that and they weren't really affected. Yeah, but when you're when you're a brand that's kind of like looking for an identity and and whatever, you got to you got to be rolling with changes. So, well, I still think one of the more underappreciated brands. Even even with that the accolades from publications. I think there's something to that. It's it's interesting when a brand gets recognized as outstanding in so many different ways. You still just you walk into a cigar lounge and there's just not a lot of people reaching for it, at least in my lounge. 
some, but but it's not it's not the same as what you would think if you just read magazines. Yes, yeah, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, one cigar I do I do am curious to try is um, that humidor exclusive whatever by uh, my father. Uh, do, have any of you guys tried that or seen it or? No. What is that one? Is that the one that it comes in a humidor and is really expensive? Is that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it like a hundred bucks or something? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd probably want to try that. Get them. <laughs> yeah. Put a stupid price on it and it gets my interest. Right. It shouldn't, but it does. Yeah, I mean. Remember when Saka came out with what was that cigar called? Unicorn. Unicorn, right? yeah. yeah. I mean, it's wild. Yeah, you're like, I'll just burn a hundred dollar bill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck it. It's no, it's no Oro Blanco though, right? Okay, so funny, funny you bring that cigar up. <clears throat> So I had the opportunity to hang out with Patrick Legree from Half Wheel um, when I was in Arizona, who, by the way, uh, is a very, very interesting dude uh, um, and very cool guy, to be honest with you. Just a, Everybody just cool, says he's great. Yeah, he, he's just, I don't know, he's just a really cool dude. And actually, you know what, man? Maybe that'll be our next guest. I would love to have him come on, on the podcast. He he's, did a Cigar Noise Boys. Yes, he did. He did, that's right. And maybe we'll have him on. He's really cool. But we were talking uh, we were talking about, you know, weird cigars we had smoked or interesting cigars or, or whatever. And I asked him about the Oro Blanco, and I said, have you ever smoked that cigar? And he said, yes. And I said, is it worth $500? And he put it really, really well. He said, if... It depends what $500 means to you, right? Yeah. But he said, you know, basically the gist, and I don't want to ruin it, and, and when he, if he comes on, we could have him explain it again because I don't, I don't want to butcher this. And I don't like putting words in people's mouths. But basically he said it was as close to a perfect cigar, if not a perfect cigar, that he's ever smoked and said that it, it, if $500 is not like, a make or break thing for you, it is worth every penny. This is basically Pretty much the what, gist. Same thing that Dave West said, basically. Dave smoked an Oro Blanco? Yeah, he said it was really, really, really fucking good. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Maybe that's what we'll do sometime. We'll we'll do an episode where we just sit around and smoke Oro Blancos. Uh, Let's do yeah. it. <laughs> Better start saving my money from now. <laughs> Stop going to Duncan. Oh, yeah, right. God, I haven't been to Duncan in forever. <laughs> <clears throat> but okay, so here's a question. Last question for you guys. Uh-huh. You have a chance yeah. to get Moro Blanco, <laughs> or you can get two boxes of a cigar you really love. What would you do? 
Say that again. You can get what? You could get an Oro Blanco. One. Right. Okay. Or you can get a couple boxes of something that you love smoking all the time. A couple? So two? Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, monetary value, it's either two or like two and a half or three. Yeah. Mm, It depends on the scenario. Am I just buying it and hanging out by myself now? Or am I hanging out with like you guys? Which one would be better? But if we're all (laughs) hanging out together. Huh? If we're all hanging out together, if we're all like going okay. in, hanging all right. out, we're all gonna smoke it tonight. Okay, sure. Then yeah. Yeah, that does change my answer too. Because if I'm just look, if if a shop here in town's got them, and I just go buy them or buy one, mm-hmm. what what am I gonna do? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, smoke it. <laughs> I, yeah, but it's not going to be the same. Yeah, smoking's all about the experience. So, my brother-in-law, um, he's gotten more into cigars, mm-hmm. and uh, he came over this past weekend, and he had he had went to the shop. He was all happy about uh, picking up some cigars. I was like, man, you should have told me. I would have went with you and helped you. So he got <laughs> he got some not so he got some really good stuff. Some not so really good stuff and he fired one of them up i'm not gonna say what it was mm-hmm. and i told him i was like i don't want to say that's gonna be crap but it's probably gonna be crap and so he i'm i'm back in the house he's out smoking it he comes in and he's like um it just doesn't taste right like it's <laughs> i was like dude it sucks if it sucks put it out and get something else don't waste your time like smoke some good shit it's about the experience he's like well i didn't know if you wanted to if i should like power through it and i was like well i mean that's up to you but i wouldn't know this life's too short for shitty cigars there you go put it out smoke something good the other half is is the memory of that so if he powers through that shitty cigar or anybody You're going to fucking hate that experience. So whatever was good about hanging out with whoever we were hanging out with is going to be shit. So you put it out and you move on to something else. Maybe you won't necessarily remember that memory, but you definitely won't hate that memory. (laughs) Angry? It's an experience, not just a cigar. No. Angry? So... I'm with you. So what did he end up doing? He put it out, smoked something better. That's good. Yeah. And then the other one I said was shit in his batch was shit. He smoked like the next day. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I told him to keep those two for like a buddy that doesn't smoke cigars. And if they come over and want one. Right. But. He didn't. He didn't. Somebody's been been drinking. Yeah. (laughs) Just want a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna have a cigar. I want one. Here you go. Oh, you smoke cigarettes and you want the cigar. Mm, Here you go. (laughs) Yeah. These are real things. (laughs) You gotta have some of those just in case. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
I remember uh, I still this buddy actually I, I saw him at Halloween, but uh, he still remembers this happening. So I had this is back in the high school when Ashton VSGs were like super super rare, like you could never mm-hmm. find them. And mm-hmm. I had one, and I had something else, de- pretty decent at the time. I don't remember what it was, and I don't remember how I worded it, but. He wanted a cigar, and he smoked cigars, but he wanted a cigar. We were hanging out, like, campfire and stuff with some people over. So I was like, yeah, you can have a cigar. I don't remember how I worded it to say not the Ashton, but the other one that was in there. Yeah. He grabbed the Ashton and fucking lit it up. <laughs> he still remembers to this day doing that. Uh, it was like, you smoked my fucking, at, like, at, at, shit, at the time it was probably $20. And I was broke as fuck because I was in high school. So that was, that was you know, four hours of uh, working pay. <laughs> You're just sitting there watching him smoke it? Well, then he didn't really... How even, pissed were you? He didn't even really care for it that much. No. <laughs> that was, it was a different cigar back then. Oh, yeah, it was. I mean, this is... Like, very different from the rest of the crowd, I mean. 2000, 2001-ish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that was a strong cigar for the oh, time. Oh, yeah. Like, very strong. Now people are like, oh, it's breakfast. Hmm. Believe it or not, I think Ashton's number one selling cigar is their Churchill uh, Ashton White Label. Yeah? I believe so. That shocked me. That doesn't surprise me that much. Yeah, that's a good... Uh... I just thought that Vitola, that's more so what shocked me. Oh, oh yeah, sure, yeah, white true. Label. It's an old guy smoke, right? Mm. Yeah, I told you guys, man, I saw a big uptick in interest for the Churchill, Connecticut. And that just felt like it came out of nowhere. That was definitely something I didn't see coming. For Patina, Churchill, Connecticut? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need to go back to some Churchills. It's a great Commitment. size. It is. <laughs> uh, used, dude, that used to be the only thing I would smoke. That's probably what that VSG was that I had. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, was that called the Sorcerer or something like that? Yeah, something like what that. What size was that? Yeah. I bet that's what it was. Mm-hmm. I was pissed because I can't even remember what the other cigar in there was, but I know it was good too. Not not that level good, but but good. Yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> Drew wants to go smoke a VSG now. I do. Go, yeah. I kind of do. It's pouring down rain here, or I might consider it. Ooh. It's been yeah, getting the it. same problem. Yeah. Yep. Otherwise, I'd be out smoking now. Well, Gotta get your blind review in for the week. There it is. I I wrote it. I didn't send it in yet. It's Did you recognize what it was? No. Well, I try not to even fuck with that. What else you got, Mo? That's all I got. No, that's not all you got. No, we talked about the discount code at Smoke Manny on. That's usually how I end it. 
Well, and then four other times. But yeah. he did those four other times already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right or wrong, You know where I need to get back to. <laughs> What's that? You know where I need to get back to now that, now that life is getting more open again? Popeyes for a chicken sandwich. Ooh. That's what I need to do. Hell yeah. We are not sponsored by Popeyes. Oh, but we could be. Did Taco Bell ever come out with that chicken sandwich that we talked about that one day? I don't know. Hmm. No idea. I still haven't been to Taco Bell in forever. Yep. Probably seven years. Yeah, I was going to say six or seven years. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. Mo? All right. Well, when we get together, guys, it's going to be Taco Bell and Oro Blancos. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a great match. Fucking classy night. Yep. If I have Taco Bell, I'm not going to be able to smoke anything afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to be shitting in a Walmart bag with a bucket. Yeah. Guys, I'm going to the van. <laughs> yeah. Drew, there's a bathroom here. No, I'm going to the van. <laughs> it's not the same. It'll be, it'll be in, in the back of Mo's whatever he's driving. <laughs> Nothing these days. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, last chance, Mo. That's all I got. Okay. Next week. <laughs> One more thing. <laughs> Yeah, before he gets another topic in. Get, 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 get your pet spader neutered. Whatever the, the price is right, you sell these end with. You should do that, actually, though. Yeah, <laughs> for real. You guys know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, Bob yeah. Barker. Yeah. But, but you should spay and neuter your pet, please. <laughs> if you haven't, think about it. You should. It's for their health. Next week, boys. All right. Have a good good. one. Cheers. See ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. uh, Direct message us. um, Email the Sons of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.